0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and... Responds to every movie, show, in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez, and I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get into this episode, we're going to do the thing we always do before we get into an episode. We are going to plead with you to follow us on Twitter. for at MCU <laughs> Follow rewind, us. and also give us a rating. Come on, what's what's stopping you? Is it is it that you don't know where to do it? Apple Podcasts. That's where you do it. That's that's where like most of them go. Even if you don't use Apple Podcasts, you use that one for the rating. And with that, today we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 14, The Man Behind the S.H.I.E.L.D., which originally premiered on February 14th, 2017.
1: And as always, here's a rundown of the episode. In this very special Valentine's Day episode, we flash back to some time ago. That's literally what it says, some time ago. <laughs> and we see Colson and May recover an 084 from a Russian outpost, besting a team, or beating a team, that include Ivanov. Uh, for his failure, the Russian agents uh, and other than Ivanov were tortured and killed. Why Ivanov survived, we don't know. Now Ivanov uh, leads S.H.I.E.L.D. on a chase around the world, including to that outpost in search for Mace and May. Ivanov has been torturing Mace, disgusted at his attempts to emulate the the Inhumans. The team eventually find Ivanov and Daisy overpowers him. Coulson and Mac save a near-death Mace, and Fitz and Simmons try to locate any signs of the framework in hopes of finding May. Unsuccessful, the pair reunite with the others and they return to base. Ada, who Ratcliffe has left to carry out his plans while he spends more time in the framework, finds a crippled Ivanov. At the base, Fitz and Simmons are alerted by their LMD security system, which they installed at some point in time, that four agents were replaced with LMDs by Ada, while with Fitz and Simmons were separated from them. This includes Colson, who is now Robo coulson who wakes up Robo May from storage at the end of the episode. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Moving on to our fast facts. On my left.
0: Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Your work is too slow. I'm sorry we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed.
1: You didn't see that coming? So, the title. Um... Is an obvious reference to Captain America, who was supposed to be in this episode, but for logical reasons and budget and Marvel Studios was not, so they never wrote him in, so he wasn't supposed to be in this episode.
0: <laughs> so um, when you say for that he's supposed to be in this episode for obvious reasons, is it it's obvious he should just be in every episode?
1: Well yeah, he should be the lead of Shield. <laughs> okay, all right, just <laughs> making
0: sure Steve
1: as Colton wanted to be. <laughs> okay, all right. Um also, um Ivanov um has a speech that um Colson is a man behind the government and Mace and Fury and Stark as all different shields. Um Stark really didn't work out for him because he got killed when he was working with Stark, but whatever. <laughs> um and also uh Mace is seen like as the man behind the shield to the world. Because they think he is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: I mean, on paper, he still is. He's still getting the good paycheck. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, uh, uh, do, do you think Colson made him sign over the paycheck difference to him?
1: No, because I don't think Colson has any expenses other than flying car maidens.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he lives on the base. So, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's good. They all have so much money banked. Yeah. Plus, he probably was able to get the um, life insurance payout when he died the first time. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Although,
1: you don't get your life insurance payout, your next of kin does. So, I don't know if Coulson has family.
0: <laughs> well, he got one of those fake mustaches and just walked in and ah. said he was his twin brother. Um, Bill Coulson. Yep. Bill Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's the best a super spy can do. <laughs> I mean, it just has to work. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be amazing every time. It's true. Uh, um, my only other uh,
1: fast fact is about SVR agents. Um, The SVR is the uh, Foreign Intelligence Service, which translates to stuff that starts with S, N, V, N, and R in Russian. <laughs> and it's... It's a their real organization. It's the um, pretty much the secret police after the KGB um, were dismantled um, in at the end of the Cold War.
0: Mm, okay, so the replacement of yeah. that essentially. Yep.
1: So that places. I'm like I was trying to figure out when this sixth place is. That sets this after the end of the Cold War in 1991, and since we know Colson was a new agent in 1994, this does not help us figure out what time. This came, this episode happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm, okay. Uh, I mean, it could still be mid to late 90s. It's true. Yeah. Well,
1: we'll see, because we're going to go into our heroes. Unless you have any fast facts.
0: No, I don't. Heroes! Way <laughs> to call me out, Tony. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you.
0: You're a hero, like a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Um,
1: So I have all the flashback stuff separate from the other stuff.
0: Okay, sounds good. Um, who do you want to start with there? Coulson or May?
1: Um, you know, I have Coulson and May okay. together. They're more of a team, a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to talk about the time frame, where it literally says some time ago. <laughs> Is there a reason at all they are keeping it vague?
0: <laughs> Honestly, they probably just didn't want to try to, like, throw in a time. I mean... Okay, think of it like this. Um, You know, we know from what they say in this that Coulson and May have been uh, members of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a decent amount of time. Because Coulson is now level four and May is now level three. It sounds like the last time they worked together they were probably lower levels each. Um, So they're both somewhat into their roles now. Um, So they've been at it for at least a couple of years. so I think if they said a year like 1992, then it would have been bad. Maybe when Captain Marvel comes out and we find out that because what was that? You said that was 1994 when that took place. I believe so. Okay, yeah. So you know that would have worked out bad. So maybe this is just one of those times of like that's it. It's not required to be accurate to the year so let's just say oh why this this happened and that's it yeah I mean could we guess from May's bad hair what year this happened <laughs> oh easily in the 90s that's all I've got yeah <laughs> yeah
1: we know it's between 94 and 2008 because 2008 is when Bahrain happens
0: ah true okay
1: yeah
0: yeah so probably I I would say late 90s let's say 98 Okay. This was in 1998.
1: Alright. <laughs> um, I also uh, I'm surprised how happy I was to see Coulson back in the suit. Which we haven't seen for a very long time.
0: I completely forgot about that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. We get o- old pre I got killed
1: by Loki Coulson which I liked. Mm-hmm. And we also get pre I was traumatized by killing a little girl, May, which I always like.
0: Yeah. So I was wondering, I was trying to remember, have we seen um past May like this before? Um in a flashback? Yeah, or the the early
1: um half of the Bahrain episode. Oh, okay. They All show right. her before the mission. And she's she's more chipper and she's happier and then we see her Her joy come out a little bit, like when she pranked what she pranked Ward or Fitz or someone. (laughs) Oh yeah, season one. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, I would like a show with Young May. She just seemed like she's still badass, but she's much happier. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. It would be like the Clone Wars, where you'd know something terrible would happen to her eventually, so you don't want to get too attached to this happiness. But still enjoy it while it's happening.
0: Yeah. And you know, you'll probably watch a couple of seasons and you will definitely get um attached to that happiness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I've got a laundry list of things to watch, so of course I'm rewatching Clone Wars again too. Oh okay. so, All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was really You forget how not great the first two seasons of Clone Wars is. Yeah. I just got in. I just finished season three, and like halfway into season three, it just gets way better. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Something Mm -hmm. changed, like, internally, right? Like, production wise? I don't don't actually know why. I I don't think so.
1: Just because I know that Lucas and Dave Filoni were in charge. Through all the seasons. I mean, obviously, when Lucas left and they brought it back for Netflix and Disney Plus, that was just Filoni. But it was the same, like, lead staff the whole time. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe they were
0: just given permission. You know what? Go. Do what you want. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. That would have been. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you just got to trust the people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think maybe they gave Faloni, uh, Lucas gave Faloni more power.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs>
1: yeah. Huh. Yeah.
0: Um. What else do we have for May and Colson? Um apparently the two of them would have started dating um a long time ago, back in the late 90s, if she didn't meet Andrew right at that moment. Mm-hmm. Or a week or two before that.
1: Oh, that's true. I also have um that they say they're going to share a drink if it doesn't work out with Andrew. So, sharing a drink is more showing that they're both interested in a relationship. So all these hints we've gotten previously isn't just them um, relaxing and being friends, but is them um, you know falling in love, having children, getting married, all that stuff instantly. Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. Um. Another thing for the vagueness, or like, there's no reason that we don't know the time frame. I don't think there's also there's no reason why we don't find out what the O eight four is.
0: Yeah, there's no good reason for that. Um, I mean, like I said, it's it's probably one of those things that when you're writing it, it's just easier to be a little bit vague in case you like want to bring it up later although i'm really surprised why they didn't just say it for this episode because it's not like it it matters at all uh but then again Mm -hmm. maybe that's the exact reason why they didn't they didn't want to like give extra attention to something else that really isn't supposed to be a an important part of the episode at all it's just the fact that they're going to get it
1: that's that's fair because as soon as we know what the 084 is then it becomes about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. I don't have anything else for the flashback.
0: And same here. Yes, you do. Nope. Yeah. All right. I said my one thing about me. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to move on to Mace? Yeah. And his horrible predicament that he's stuck in. Yeah. I
1: was sure that as soon as he broke free from the wall, that he was in the framework. But he wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, and then he like starts trying to sneak out. The doors open, uh, and then and then no, it turns out that that's nowhere near accurate.
1: Well, unless he was, because we get revealed at the end of this. He's also been replaced by Robo um, Robo Mace.
0: That's true. So I guess at what point was he actually replaced? He this could be the replacement. Yeah, which, that's weird. Which is why he was strong enough to break the chains. Yeah, but not strong enough to defeat the other guys at the end. No, nah, I mean that's how what he was programmed for.
1: Hmm. Seems very my- mysterious to me. I mean, I'm. We'll talk. Well, we'll talk <laughs> about Ada later. But Ada might be going rogue. From what, uh the superior wants him to do wants her to do
0: well this i mean she doesn't care about the superior at all she as far exactly. as we know she does care about radcliffe and his plan so she has it as i mean she might be going rogue from that plan i'm not sure but mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i bet she's had him since the beginning and they're torturing the lmd version it would just be easier maybe i mean because you've gotta you've gotta have your lmd and then torture the lmd or at least like rough up the lmd so it looks like you got tortured it's just easier to let the lmd be tortured
0: yeah actually yeah you're right that is a really good point so if you have to do the work anyway don't want to do it twice Mm -hmm. yeah it's true yeah um yeah
1: uh I like how we know Mace is not a super powered guy and he's just like a bureaucrat who kinda of stumbled into this, but he's still defiant until the end. I think that's braver than I thought he would be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that I know he is a civilian. We we I guess we never find out if he had any kind of military experience or anything like that. I guess I I'm assuming no, just based off of a little bit that we know about him. But he he has to have known in some back of his mind that because he's leading an organization like this, he is a target. Um, I'm actually a little mm-hmm. surprised he has, like, we don't see as many um, security guards following him, like, all the time, or bodyguards following him all the time. Um, I have no idea how often, like, how many bodyguards other heads of these kinds of organizations have, like, you know, here in the U.S., the CIA or FBI or anything like that, and really curious what that's like but um but yeah i mean it's it's always a possibility for someone with that much knowledge and that much access to different things so it's good that that he was ready for that Mm might have been part of orientation like some training
1: yeah well yeah or you just give him a super serum and assume he doesn't need training yeah
0: i guess there's that too yeah (laughs) Uh, anything else with Mace before we move on? Um. Oh yeah, actually, I, d- I do. So this this is a question: Is it public knowledge that he's been taken? Which I assume he was taken the day before, because uh, that's how my assumptions yeah. are working. I'm not sure, but uh, and if it's not public knowledge, is it at least internal? Like, does do the does the rest of Shield know that he's been taken, or what about Talbot? I
1: think. That the 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 world at large does not know. Mm-hmm. I believe the rest of S.H.I.E.L.D. does know. And Coulson would want to keep Talbot in the dark about this. Okay, that makes so sense. So he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason for S.H.I.E.L.D. to publicize when that happens unless he dies. Mm-hmm. And then um, <laughs> um, Talbot's already mad at them <laughs> for <laughs> going to the deer's office and probably being suspected of murdering the deer.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the only
1: thing that could forgive that is if they they invite him over and like J- trust us, look in this vacuum bag. The guy is in the bag. We swear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, they have to imprison him somehow so they probably get him In out. The bag. yeah
1: <laughs> i mean i don't know what i would trust because i'm not confident that the um the containment units would work on him
0: because he probably blew it up yeah that's true we did see that one blow up
1: hmm. yep all right um moving on from mace mm-hmm. uh let's see I guess go with Fitz. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, and Mac and um Simmons. Uh Mac comes at Fitz hard, blaming him for the LMD and the framework and calling him a mad scientist.
0: Yeah. That I thought was too much <laughs> for for that. Um Simmons later is like reassuring Fitz at least he's like yeah there's no way anyone could have known like and and even in the moment too when Mac is going hard at at um, Fitz for that like Fitz still responds like yeah sure it's being used for horrible things but you know electricity is really good and that can be used for really horrible things yeah
1: I mean he's the mechanic I mean shouldn't Mac understand that if someone, if Mac fixes a car, he changes a tire on a car. We'll go real basic, and that car runs over somebody. Is it Mac's fault for changing the tire on that car?
0: No, but it is his fault for putting in the auto driving sensor that targets people. He probably I mean, shouldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, but no, you're 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 right. Yeah, like there's like there there is a limit and um he's angry because they're immediately seeing only the bad uses of this kind of technology. Although, mm-hmm. I have to say if you change that like this exact scenario but just a little bit like it's being used by shield on people who should be in prison, like that's actually a really good technology because now you're not hurting people and then they can yeah Go in and I don't know, maybe learn a skill to rehabilitate themselves or, or something to that effect, right? And um, you don't have to worry about prison fights and and that kind of stuff, or you know, other things that happen in prison that I only know of because of TV shows. But yeah, mm-hmm. like, and yeah, that's just like, the one example.
1: Yeah, um, I think Mac's just overreacting because
0: he made robots, and Mac is terrified of robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean this. Yeah, but this is like the VR part. It's not well. I guess the the robots come. Hmm. So no one has to be in the in the framework to power the memories for the robot, right? Like because that's that's what we Correct. saw actually with May. She wasn't put into the framework until later after she got out or after she woke up. So like her mind, her brain was already downloaded into Robo May.
1: Yeah, or copied into Robo May. Mm -hmm, I mean, the framework is just being used as a prison or holding area for the people who are currently robots.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're just in there to power uh, batteries and stuff.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so,
1: um, yeah. Fitz is going through like Robin Oppenheimer feels
0: right now. You know, the guy who helped invent the atomic bomb. I'm very glad that you said who that was because... I had forgotten. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, throwing all of that onto him, he's like, oh, man. man. I mean, because again, they're in the middle of it. This is a, um, you know, missing the forest for the trees kind of scenario, right? Where they're, mm. they only see the bad stuff. And it's a good thing that Simmons shows up later and's like, no, no, no. There, there's a lot of good that, that can come with this technology. It's a good thing. You yeah. were working on it. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to kill the murder bot and turn out the framework. Yeah. I mean, in general, you should kill the murder bot. That's that's like the default response, I think. But yeah.
1: I'm going to look it up, but I think there's a book series about a space station AI called Murderbot. (laughs) Yes, all systems read. It's the first in the Murderbot Diary series. <laughs> diary series, which I've heard good. Th- the Murderbot Diary, because the pro the um protagonist is a robot, a AI named Murderbot. And apparently, there's five of them so far. I've heard good things, honestly.
0: <laughs> huh, okay, and and the Murderbot is the one keeping the diary. Yes. All right, you got as my as far as I know. Okay. I haven't read it. And you said this is called what? Uh, the
1: first one is called All Systems Red.
0: All right. Yeah. I will look that up on Audible. Yep. And the tagline:
1: As a heartless killing machine, I am a complete failure. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to. I'm going. To, maybe I'll I'll throw that in the to be red pile. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, we're not even talking about murder bots, we're talking about murder pot, bot creator, co-creator, Fitz. Is there anything you have for, um, Fitz?
0: Uh, no, it was it was pretty much just that. I, I just kind of wanted to bring up the whole, uh, philosophical conversation yeah. of, uh, is the framework good or bad? I land on good, or side with mostly good. Mostly. The framework is bad. Really? Okay, well yes. why why do you think that?
1: Because um, even used to its highest potential is an escape, which means you can ignore the real world's problems.
0: Okay. Yeah, that the is worse, true. You can
1: ens- The worst, you can enslave people or put them into a never-ending living hellscape like uh, they
0: Radcliffe did to Agnes last episode. Hmm. Okay. So I guess the the... Uh- ability to do bad is that you can do a lot of bad yeah i think for
1: the framework Mm -hmm. the bad outweighs the good i think for lmds the good could outweigh the bad
0: okay so i'm thinking specifically about like the you know the, the example of well the framework could be used for for training and that kind of stuff and it's essentially, mm-hmm. you know, VR is kinda how we've we've gotten it. And it's I guess if it only stays localized in a sense. Yeah. I don't think it's too bad. But you know, something like where someone can live in it forever, well now that's that's yeah. a whole other scenario. And yeah. I yeah, I think
1: I think the framework the way I think of the framework is now um Radcliffe has replicated the entire world.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: uh, Which could be great for experiments. I mean, there are reasons to use it, but I think that the framework is too dangerous just for regular consumers or for mad scientists to use.
0: Okay. All right. I can see that. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> i I don't have too much of a of a response um I mean now I'm thinking of that that system in Ready Player One, you know the internet that everyone mm-hmm. plugs into. It's basically that like yeah, that's the a, oasis, yeah, the oasis, there we go, like it could be yeah. set up that way,
1: yeah, and I mean, I enjoy that film, I'm lukewarm on the book. I actually think the film was better than the book, um but either way, they don't focus on the dystopia the world is. Because people now can ignore all their
0: problems. That is true. Yeah, they're very clear about the rest of the world um, sucking. Um, Also, to everyone listening, um, when you complain about uh, Tony's hot take on the movie being better than the book by, like, leaps and bounds, um, remember, that was Mm -hmm. Tony. So mention that in the review that you give us uh, for the podcast.
1: Yeah. I'm still going to read the second book that, in our timeline, just came out, like last week,
0: oh it's but, out yeah. okay i I had yeah. no interest in reading the books um so i I saw that that it something about it I thought it was like announced I didn't know it was actually released yeah cool well my problem to defend myself, my problem with the book is
1: that uh the main character is really really unlikable in the book, so hmm. and he's meant to be unlikable, but that's I just don't like super unlikable lead
0: characters. Yeah, there's a reason most of the time lead characters are likable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, <laughs> moving
1: on from uh Ready Player One Rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, so I only have one note for Coulson. You might have more.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: not really. No. Uh, what have you got about him? All right. That he finally catches up to Ivanov, and. You know, you t- don't realize, and he we, until he mentions it, that he has no idea who Ivanov is. <laughs> He's just one guy who was on one mission, and he didn't even
0: like fight him face to face. Yeah, exactly. He didn't. He didn't even see him at all in uh, in that flashback. Like Ivanov sees Coulson. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he doesn't meet. Mean- we don't see Ivanov. At least, uh, to my memory, I was looking for him. I don't think we ever see Ivanov. Oh, we do. In that flashback. Um, Yeah, in the flashback, it happens after Coulson um, gets the bag over his head and he's thrown into the van. Uh, Ivanov is the one closing the doors to the van. He's on the outside. Oh, so he's essentially in that one. He's an extra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is a red
1: shirt in the mission, basically. I mean, I like that concept. Like, this is a guy who I think Arrow did it, too. This is, like, one person who's a repercussion of this
0: guy's actions from years ago. Yeah, and, and, I mean, the series as a whole, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., does that type of stuff, like, all the time. Like, how much of the current season is stuff that has just kind of been added to ever since season one? Um, Well, yeah. mm -hmm, So, like... Yeah, but every...
1: Villain, except for Ivanov, has a genuine connection to the Shieldies.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Um, Every big villain,
0: I mean. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm trying to think. uh, What's his name? The clairvoyant? Garrett? Something Garrett? Garrett something?
1: Garrett. Well, Garrett, who was like a good friend of Coulson's, but also... He was a mentor to Ward, and he put Ward on that team. Yeah, okay. and Ward is like a main character.
0: That's a good point. I was thinking um, connection in that the only reason the Shieldies know to stop them is because of that connection, which Garrett sort of kind of, I mean, they were already on his tracks, but uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've I've got nothing else. I'm trying to think about it. The closest I could think of, other than Ivanov, in in here, um, and I guess also excluding the superior Watchdogs in general, because um, eh. um, you could kind of say um, the other Shield at one point because they were kind of like against each other, but eh, not really. Yeah, but they didn't turn out to be real villains. They all became friends eventually. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. then Coulson got them yeah. all killed mysteriously and now he's in charge. Or at, right after that, he was back in charge. I don't think it would have made it for a good
1: show, but I would find it interesting if they just did this but without ever seeing the villain's point of view. And then suddenly the guy who kidnapped Mace and did all this stuff is just this random guy we've never seen before. <laughs> I'm like... That would be a... That would be a ballsy move for S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) I don't think they'd ever, they wouldn't do it.
0: Uh, I I agree, yeah. Even they wouldn't do something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I like that, though, Coulson's line. (laughs) Cool origin story, bro, but it means nothing to me.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because normally when we hear that, it's the villain saying something along those Mm -hmm. lines. um, Right before. I
1: don't even know who you are.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Yep, that exact thing. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, that's because of time travel, not because he didn't care to ask the names of his captors. Coulson, I think Coulson's in the wrong there. He should have asked the name of each one of the people who put the bag over his head.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he should have. Once um, May got him out by, you know, attacking the van, they should have um, handcuffed everyone and then waited for them to individually wake up and then ask them their name or read a name tag or, or something, something to that effect.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that was my one note for Coulson. <laughs>
0: okay. Cool. Um and yeah, I I've, I've got nothing else um for Coulson. I don't know, do you have uh, anything for any of the other heroes either? Um Um a little bit for Daisy for oh, right. the final fight versus Ivanov. Okay, that sounds good.
1: Yeah. Um so Ivanov has this line, I, I didn't write it down, but something like, the aunt, the butcher does not to ask forgiveness to the animal before he kills him. Or mm-hmm. something like that. And um, she comes back like, have you ever uh, read Animal Farm? Which,
0: have you ever read Animal Farm, Al? Uh, yeah, I did in high school. But, I mean, that was high school. I don't remember too much of it.
1: Yeah. It's an uh, allegory for the uh, Bolshevik Revolution, the Russian Communist Revolution. So it's pretty much his own history uh, because he's the <laughs> Russian.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. I didn't put that. Like I remember thinking that doesn't sound like it's something that happened in Animal Farm. But I guess she was just referencing it because he's, he's Russian. Okay.
1: Well, it is. And then in Animal Farm, the animals rose up against the farmers and stuff like that. And then they created a communist utopia and it was pretty much... What happened, or not utopia, but communist state in the farms. And it's pretty much characters like basing themselves off of important people in the Russian Revolution.
0: Okay, I did not remember the animals killed the, the farmers. Okay.
1: Yeah. I can't remember if they killed them or enslaved them. Or, yeah. Oh, no, they ended... They ended up teaming up with some of the farmers and the pigs were as bad as the farmers and they couldn't tell the difference anymore because the Russian leaders were as bad as the capitalists. Couldn't tell the difference anymore. Yeah. And I haven't thought about that book <laughs> since 2006 or before whenever I read that in high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> So sometimes those things get way too abstract and you just and it's I still feel like if I were to read that book today, like mm-hmm. not having read it before, I would probably pick up on a, a good handful of things. But some of those things, like I just it, I, I wouldn't know unless someone told me, or maybe I'm just really bad at like that kind of reading comprehension skills of linking something to uh, some other historical event. Well, I I
1: don't think I'm particularly good at it. I just know a lot about history because I'm weird and I find that fun. And then I've been told about the Russian uh, allegory. So just <laughs> now that the dots are there, I can connect them myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So he he might not have superpowers, but mm. Quake just might just be really unlucky because she quakes that knife out knife out of his hand and still bounces around and stabs him. <laughs> Or snaps her,
0: or maybe he does have powers, and he's just not telling anyone. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or I mean, he has powers as much. May, yeah, maybe he has powers as much as Hawkeye has powers in the MCU. Uh, he doesn't. He's just really good because he is superior. Oh. Uh
0: huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Just being a a really good fighter. I I assume I don't I don't know what makes him superior. I assume it's just that he's. Big strong man kind of guy,
1: I guess so. He's like, he's like the best, the best a man can get. What, what's that catchphrase? <laughs> to? <laughs> is it Gillette? But yep, Gillette. He, he, is a Gillette razor. <laughs> he is the best a man can get. <laughs> um, uh, he, but he says that and he trains and stuff, but we don't see that. Um especially since he's fighting a superpowered person, yeah, he gets a knife in her. But Daisy just like just mows over him as she should cuz she has superpowers.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we saw her fight uh May a while ago and Daisy won because she has superpowers. So,
1: mm. yeah. It reminds me of uh the ending of Captain Marvel and Yon-Rogg is going, "Fight me without powers." And then she just blasts him. <laughs> cuz why would you ever give up the high ground? Exactly,
0: there is no yeah. point. Yep. Don't you don't need to bring yourself down to their level? Like you're, you're where you are. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then she kills Ivanov. Or no, she she takes down Ivanov, but doesn't check that he's dead, and he actually
0: isn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's well, maybe there's a reason for that because I. I don't remember uh, what happens later on in the rest of the season, as we continually say over and over. Um, mm-hmm. But we we do see at the end of this episode she is one of the four LMDs. Um, yes. So maybe something happened. Like maybe we'll get the reveal of what actually happened later on. I, I don't know, but something happened to turn to like knock her out in some way and make her an LMD. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, don't my the big thing that will answer the question to me cuz I don't remember. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. terrible memories as has been running, running for 195 episodes now in case you guys don't realize that. <laughs> um but the big question will be whether LMD um Daisy
0: can use quick powers. I I want to say I vaguely remember that no she cannot and it might be a plot Do- point. Or not. I don't remember. Yeah, Then this is real
1: Daisy. Because she uses quick powers.
0: Right. But what, what I'm saying is she in this scene, she knocks him out. Right? And then right after that, before she gets oh. a chance to make sure that he's dead, then whatever happens to replace her with an LMD. Like maybe Ada no, walks I don't think so. Because she
1: we see her run away. Oh, that's right. After the battle to find her friends.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. Um. So the last thing I have a note for isn't just like one character, but Fitz and Simmons realizing that four of their friends are LMDs on the base now. Hmm. this yes. I'm glad they installed LMD detection. That was very important.
0: Yes. Yeah. It was. It was good. Um. I mean, to be fair, we don't know how accurate that is because the. Last time we saw it, they were just installing it and it detected a clothes hanger as an LMD. <laughs> True, yeah. but none of these guys were carrying clothes
1: hangers, so they must be in the LMDs.
0: Ah, yeah, you're right. It probably didn't pick up their belt buckles or anything, so nope. Yeah, you're um, saying they're just metal detectors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah.
1: <laughs> um. They're lucky, or no? So they've got all of those four people's intelligences, right? Like their whole mental capabilities.
0: That's my understanding, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So why didn't Robo Daisy double check Robo Coulson's work that there was no way to access like the true, um, the true report that
0: they after Coulson deleted it? Well, she could have not known exactly what it was, right? Um now, be because the the only reason that uh Simmons was able to see was because she got an email. Like anytime an alert goes out, like even though the alert was deleted itself, she was viewing the email oh. that she got. And Daisy just didn't know that Simmons gets an email for those. She was like, Oh yeah, it was deleted and um, no one can track it back to Coulson. So why would she? Why, why would she? Daisy, Robo Daisy, think about that at all?
1: Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Now, why wasn't real Coulson giving clearance, like top clearance, now that he's back in charge of Shield?
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Because um, <laughs> then he would have known about the email and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe. That I don't know. Um, yeah. Or, again, maybe he just didn't think about it. He didn't know that was an option. Like, he didn't see the checkbox next to it. Like, <laughs> receive email when alert goes out.
1: Yeah. Uh, just, I think robots would be more thorough than that. But I could be wrong. I mean, the only robot I know personally is a Roomba. And they're not very communicative.
0: That's so. what I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, um... We were watching Hulu last night, and the commercial for it, wasn't a Roomba, it was another different brand, Uh but it was like, I I want a Roomba really bad, because I just want a robot. (laughs) I live in the future, I have the whole source of technology in my hand, we're recording a radio show for the internet, I want my robot, and my flying car. Actually, I don't want a flying car, because I'll probably crash it and die.
0: Yeah. I want a robot. Yeah, the flying car, that's one I can avoid, Uh, but the robot, totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's a Roomba. Still counts. It's a robot. Yep. All right. I'm good with our heroes. Unless you have anything else. Uh, just one quick random tidbit. Um, at the, yeah. at the end when they're infiltrating the base and everyone has Icers, because you could tell with the sound, uh, mm-hmm. Mac still uses normal shotgun shells. <laughs> Does he? Because we know. Wait, didn't? No, remember? Didn't it make still the shotgun sound, or did
1: not did make an Icer sound? When
0: you use no, so, that one time. So that one time you're referring to when they had to break into the prison to get mm-hmm. out Eli Morrow earlier in the season. Um Mac had his shotgun axe and it was using icers and it did make the icer sound. I remember oh, okay. calling that out specifically. So
1: Okay. So yeah. Mac's just murdering people while everyone else is just Yeah. Relaxing like <laughs> icing
0: them. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't get the memo.
1: Yeah. Well maybe icers are like just for the unnamed people because as far as Daisy knows I know she doesn't check but she kills the superior.
0: <laughs> I guess oh God, I don't I don't know we 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 keep bringing up all these weird one-offs like oh maybe the icers are only for no but in this one case they don't use the icers it's just nope they don't care.
1: There's literally grab whatever ammo is closest to you
0: that's their rule i'll take it that makes enough sense to me <laughs> <laughs> yep because uh, i mean right. we bring up the whole icer thing like every couple of weeks like yeah, yeah every time they use icers or <laughs> every time they use guns <laughs> that's true because we assume that they default to the icers but i guess not yep <sighs> all right yeah let's take a quick uh quick ad break and we'll get back to the episode Welcome to Baskin Robbins.
1: Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration,
0: the Jerry. Um, hey Tony, do you remember our previous sponsor, Kick-Ass Layers, and their subsidiary company, Kick-Ass Meeting Rooms?
1: (laughs) I do. Oh, good. Uh,
0: Because this week, they're back to spotlight one of their most popular evil layers that you can rent today. It's common knowledge that the best evil layers are A, secluded, B, built like a fortress, and C, surrounded by snow and presumably bears. And today's spotlighted evil layer fits all four of those three bullet points. Imagine yourself with your own personal fortress in the faraway land of Russia, as secluded as everything else is in Russia. And best of all, there's a built-in submarine hangar for that quick getaway. Well, as quick as a submarine can move, I guess. Which I've been told is north of 20 knots. Whatever that means. Use promo code Rewind to get a free set of mittens when you book. Because it's cold. <laughs> I was going to ask you how much a knot, how fast a knot is. <laughs> uh, I did actually, I originally had that in miles per hour. It was like 23, 29 miles per hour. Um, and I also had the kilometers, but I forgot. Yeah.
1: Just if you can remember, is it a round number in kilometers? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, it's not. I I do remember it not being a a round number. (laughs) Okay.
1: So it's not like we're America, you know, we should get on the metric system to make everything easier in the entire world. But no, knots are just stupid (laughs) on
0: both sides of the ocean. Uh, and in the yeah, middle. I mean it's it, <laughs> it's it's probably <laughs> one of those things that I I guess it works for that specific domain for driving in the ocean. Um, Why can't we use miles per hour, kilometers per hour in the ocean? What makes it different? I have no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um. Um. We'll we'll catch up on not talk later, but I guess we should move on in the podcast. Maybe. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I have a theory. I'm going to look this up later. But my theory is it's because of the waves. Maybe maybe something to do with the waves mm. slowing you down and you're, you're catching okay. air and so the knots are including the time that you spend in the air and also the time that you spend on the, in the in the water. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think you spend time no, I in don't think flying so through the air. Because okay. if you're going with or
1: against the waves, it will change it so the speed of a knot would be different every time you're in the water. So, we are not sailors hey if any of you guys listening out there do know why we use knots instead of miles per hour or kilometers per hour please let us know on our twitter account mcu underscore rewind and we will give you a no prize which is just like a prize except for you don't get anything alright moving on to our villains Mm -hmm. I ask you to what end Read it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature.
0: What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra!
1: Um, I have, like, one or two notes for everybody, so I guess we'll just start with Radcliffe. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so Radcliffe is spending too much time in the framework, so to him it's like the Oasis instead of the Matrix. hmm Yeah. Um, yeah, again, this is one of the dangers of the framework. You can become addicted.
0: Like your smartphone.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not addicted to my, my smartphone. Just because I don't like it outside of arm's reach doesn't mean anything to me.
0: <laughs> that's right. God, it feels so weird. <laughs> take the dog out for a walk sometimes and I forget it. Like, ah, I just It's weird. Also, it's because I have my headphones on and I realize I can't listen to the, the podcast. Yeah, um, you're too far away. Yeah. But that's a whole other issue. Anyway, um... <laughs>
1: I was doing some yard work on Saturday mm-hmm. and I had my headphones on. I realized I left my phone in the house and my headphones were still working and i didn't realize that they worked that far away because i'd never been that far away from my phone (laughs) yeah it's
0: it it... was sad (laughs) yeah you get different ranges depending on the the antennas and all that stuff power all that yeah (laughs)
1: yeah but i didn't know with my phone because i'd never been that far away from my phone (laughs) i just assumed if it wasn't my pocket it would stop working
0: that's fair um unlike the framework which you still have to be uh manually connected to it looks like for, for now that's true I mean, for now You had to
1: do that with phones too it was yeah. real hard to be addicted to your phone back in like the 80s <laughs>
0: yeah you only had one like the house. 40s you couldn't <laughs> go anywhere yep <laughs> um i really don't have anything about Radcliffe, honestly um unless you had more
1: um one more thing is, is- it occurred to me in this episode how weird it was for a transhumanist and a human's first terrorist to
0: be working together. Yeah, well, uh, all right, so this is where things get weird and I I guess I was thinking about bringing this up with um talking about the superior, but I didn't write it down as a note, so I'll bring it up now. Um it's weird because like the kind of stuff that he chooses to be for or against it's really just one of those arbitrary things right yeah like for example he's against people with with superpowers and aliens and that kind of stuff um Uh he's against robots is he against someone with augmented body parts um i think so because he kind of has that line of when he's talking to Coulson about like oh and you've probably augmented yourself which is kind of true it wasn't really voluntary yep. but it happened um so yeah I, and and then at the same time where's the limit right is does does Anton the superior like is he uh, um is he against laser eye surgery for correcting things what about glasses like yeah. what w- where's that limit what's he doing so yeah
1: I don't know. He sounds like a hippogriff to me. You know, part eagle and part um, horse, and also contradicts themselves like hippogriffs.
0: Is that... Do hippogriffs do that?
1: I, I I assume so. That's why we call them hippogriffs, if you contradict yourself.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you making this up? I, I'm actually not sure. I am, I am, because okay. I'm <laughs> when
1: you... Uh, I joke around with my wife, like, if someone's hypocritical, hypocrite, I call them a hippogriff.
0: Oh, I like that phrase. I want to I wanna say that I'm going to start using that, but I know I'm going to forget once we're done recording.
1: Although, you know, your wife's a huge Harry Potter fan. Use that, because the hippogriff is from, well, mythology, but real big in Harry Potter.
0: I get in <laughs> enough trouble already for saying wrong things about Harry Potter, and, like, I don't, I don't need to keep adding to it, so okay. I think I'm good. <laughs> she doesn't like it when I talk oh, about the eight Harry Potter books. Um, I mean, there were eight movies. Why wouldn't there be eight books? Exactly. That's what I keep saying.
1: <laughs> I have a theory with that. Um, for all you big Harry Potter fans out there, I'll so not one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. That's right. Voldemort planned to split his soul into seven pieces, but he accidentally split it into eight. Like, they planned seven books, but the movies accidentally split into eight. So it makes sense. The movies are more evil. <laughs> or accidentally more evil than the books.
0: <laughs> That's right. Burn all the movies. And the books, too. And, uh, That's all the evil. I get that. Alright, fine. Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: I I just realized <laughs> I look up above my desk. I have my uh, shelf. With my Harry Potter books, comic books, and my Dungeons & Dragons books. At different times, everything on the shelf was pure evil. <laughs> comic books were evil, Harry Potter was evil, and Dungeons and & Dragons were evil. All at different
0: times. Yeah, that's true. People said that about all of those. Oh, all right. Wait, <laughs> yeah. when did people say comic books were evil? I remember them like... Um, At times in history where people would insult comic books, but I don't know. But in,
1: in the 50s, <laughs> there was a big thing uh, called a book called Corruption of the Youth that says comic books were corrupting children. That's uh, there were whole congressional hearings and stuff like that. <sighs> and that's why the comic book code was um, put into uh, use because they were corrupting children.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: Yeah. What's um, the comic book code? Watch... <laughs> um, for a long time, I don't know for how long, like into the 80s maybe? Yeah, it ended in the 80s because that's when we got all the grittier stuff. It was a code saying there could be no guns, no... You couldn't have any bad words, any sex, or any of this stuff in the comics. So that's why, like, you if you read DC comics from the 50s and um, 60s, they're all cheesy and brightly colored and stuff like that.
0: Mm, okay. That makes sense. Because, um, right. watch,
1: uh, it's probably on PBS. There's a whole three series uh, documentary that came out a few years ago about the history of comic books.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it's still on there. I remember watching it when it, when it aired, hmm. but they usually put all their stuff on PBS. Good to know. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we're on topic. It's comic book characters
0: yeah yeah hey what villain were we talking about um Radcliffe uh, yeah Radcliffe okay um I've got nothing else for him (laughs) how about you all right Uh, um
1: I guess moving on to Ivanov okay sounds good
0: why wasn't he tortured and killed (laughs) I had that exact same question he was part of the unit. Like he, he literally said that he had to dig, or uh, he had to do something dig to get up. the the bodies. He had to dig them up. But yeah, I guess he did. He didn't have to dig them up just to put them in that building. So yeah, why was it he? Huh.
1: Uh, I I assumed because you know I we said earlier I didn't catch him in the flashback. Like I didn't see him at all. Like um, mm-hmm. I assumed he just called him sick that day.
0: which would make sense right something happened maybe he wasn't part of the the unit in general but no he he was definitely there i i don't know like he is so superior and so strong when they
1: shot him the bullet bounced off of him but he's not superpowered because he's just that strong
0: i'll take it yeah (laughs) okay uh no but i mean you're god you're right maybe i mean maybe he was tortured. And they actually believed him, but the rest of his unit, they like would start saying anything to stop the torture, and so that's why they were killed for weakness. But he was like, mm-hmm. live because he didn't give anything up. I, I
1: don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, exactly. I'm grasping at straws. Yeah. We have nothing. Um, yeah. Um, so also related to that, like it, we're kind of. So he's giving two slightly different reasons for why he's doing all of this. I mean, they kind of he can have more than one reason, honestly, but he it's it's basically he keeps saying, like, also his unit was killed because of Coulson. And so it kind of seems like he has the personal vendetta against Coulson. Mm -hmm. Um, Does he actually believe all the other stuff that they say about Coulson, Um, like Colson is the reason aliens showed up on earth and in human stuff, or is he just like, are those just extra reasons because he wants to specifically target Colson, And he's, it? he's working pretty closely with watchdogs and, and that kind of group of people who are anti-alien.
1: I think this connects to him being a hippogriff as we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he wants to justify his actions So he's like, well, this guy, who is not inhuman, but he's the reason for all the inhuman and alien stuff. So it's just him, his justification. I don't... I bet he's talked himself into believing it, but at the beginning, he didn't believe it, if that makes sense.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um... Anything else for him? Because presumably we'll never see him again. Daisy killed him and definitely was sure that he's dead.
0: That's the theory. We'll see what actually happens. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else for him. Really just those questions that yeah. seemed like things that I feel like we should have got some answers for. But oh well.
1: Yeah, I, I even looked it up on the wiki while you were talking. And it just says, he his, his unit was executed But he managed to escape somehow
0: oh so maybe he's actually like he left the military at that point or the uh what i forgot what it was called the The svg the svg yeah so maybe that's what happened he just like he went AWOL
1: no i think it was they say he managed to escape somehow i think that's a wiki saying we don't know how (laughs) he's still alive Okay, that makes sense. He just managed to escape the punishment.
0: Okay, well, yeah. also he could have gotten off hey, well, just thinking about different things. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, our third and final—well, no, actually,
1: he—they wouldn't. He's like a famous industrialist now. Oh yeah, the KGB or SVG would have found him very quickly. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean maybe that's why he's in the submarine. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going good. long like we did last week. <laughs> um so Ada. Mhm. Uh Ada's learning some new tricks. She's watching Cruelty for the first time. And I think she likes it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she I mean she's also talking about these plans. Um like everything is is going according to plan too um mm-hmm. yeah, so okay, um, I know we keep saying we don't want to do spoilers, but we basically have kind of already ruined that the next third of the uh of the season is is pretty much Ada is heavily involved in it um and so yeah. i I'm wondering because at some point you know she gets um. As far as like a a, a lead villain, um, I wonder at what point she started making plans herself, and I've kind of been trying to look for that. And every time that I think, "Oh, this could be it," or maybe it was like somewhat recent to this point, it, it still feels like Radcliffe is the one kind of controlling her, right? The 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 planned mm-hmm. and everything. And so I don't know. Maybe this was it. Maybe this was her linking to that idea, um, saying at the end, you know, when she was. Crouching over the unconscious body of a uh, superior that uh, she was like, okay, now it's time for my plan or, or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think it was this week, but I think it was because
1: of Radcliffe going in the framework so much. He's giving her more autonomy. Maybe mm. he's upgrading her will or something like that or something. So he can spend more time in the framework.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Because we do see yeah. that at the beginning, or somewhat earlier into the episode, when Superior walks in and wants to talk to him, and then Ada um, looks like she... because she, she knows she can take him, if if she needs to. She, uh, But uh, I guess she knows the plan, that they need him out, or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Alright. Um... Yeah, that, I think that's all I have for our villains. Okay. You have, have anything else?
0: Uh just one quick note. Um Ada is still wearing that necklace that she took from Agnes's oh, yeah. body last week. Um did did Radcliffe not notice that at all? Um I guess if he's been spending a ton of time in the framework, um I guess it's easy yeah. for him to have skipped it, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care. He did not care about the real world. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right. And let's move on to the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair.
0: I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities.
1: No, 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 no! Not those three wombats. No way.
0: All right. Do you have anybody? Uh, no, actually, this was pretty heavy on main characters, so I didn't really have any side ones. I,
1: I've, I have one note. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's about Davis. Oh, okay. That uh, I just like that little beat when um, Simmons says she'll take Davis with him to find Ada, and uh, Fitz goes uh, whispers, "My concern is only slightly lessened." (laughs) And he's just like, (laughs) he, I like that this guy who's essentially a red shirt, like, just acknowledges that he's probably going to (laughs) die, and that the main characters have no faith in him. It's sad,
0: but it's true. Uh huh. Um, you know, this is one of the things that's a little bit like now. I, I don't know how to word it. Um, okay, so the three of them, right there, right? Fitzsimmons and Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Is that enough people to like? Is the one guy Davis there the the soldier whose job it is to protect the other two?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, is that enough people for that? Especially when they know or especially when they don't know exactly what they're running into, they don't know how many watchdogs or other people are there that they're going to have to fight. Um, they don't know how many LMDs could possibly exist. Um, that seems a little less um, than ideal for the number of people. Uh, I agree. The- <laughs>
1: You're right. Um. Yeah, I just... I think, you know, Davis is a red shirt. They don't care. Yeah, okay. That's true. As long as they have one, right? When the team regroups, you don't see any other the people than the main shieldies. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Davis and the rest of them could be dead. They don't care. They're not friends. They don't go out for beers with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, did, did any other non-shieldies go other than Davis? I think so because weren't there like teams when they were investing in?
1: I don't remember. Uh I feel like there were three or four other uh, red shirts.
0: Okay, which would make sense, but okay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, moving on to the final twelve percent.
0: Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent
1: credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I My baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, wow. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side?
0: I am Groot.
1: So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything?
0: And once again, so, I have nothing else. I brought up everything right, well, with the other characters. I've got some
1: one thing for the both of us, because I've got two things. Oh, okay. At what point are we just going to call the framework The Matrix? <laughs>
0: um. Well, that's not owned by Disney. So yeah. for legal trademark reasons, I don't think <laughs> they can. Yeah.
1: Um, they did reference The Matrix very heavily uh, at the opening scene when we see Coulson and uh, Daisy sparring.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they they paused it with the uh mm-hmm. the throw against the wall
1: okay yeah i mean i like i don't know if i like it i didn't realize how closely robots and like the matrix like world went hand in hand but in both of these there are robots and they're both alternate virtual realities
0: Yeah, yeah. Th- that's true. I mean, yeah, both both stories involve a lot of mm-hmm. robots and virtual reality. Um, even though, as far as technologies go, they're two completely different things. You're right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and then my second note, something that actually occurred to me while we were covering this, not even a note from this show, but mm-hmm. I have no other place to put it, or as far as this show, but not this episode. Okay. Is after. The infiltration of Nadir's office is Yo-Yo just in prison? Because we have not seen her since. Oh, you're right. I was thinking about Yo-Yo being like, "Where is Yo-Yo doing this?" And like, "Oh God, that's the last time we saw her."
0: <laughs> was she the scapegoat? Oh, maybe. Was she deported? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think the answer is to no is no to all of those uh, from a storyline okay. reason. Um, yeah, but she doesn't show up for missions all the time, right? So it's it's very no. likely that they only call her when they need someone with speed.
1: Yeah, but she has been pretty consistent since, like, her family found out she was inhuman and rejected her. In yeah, the episode.
0: Yeah, that's true, and they definitely would have wanted her to help. At least especially in in this mission to you know fight watchdogs and the superior and all that stuff mm-hmm. so huh yeah anyway, just I'm missing yo yo people are my favorite characters, <laughs> yeah, she's really cool she she's someone mm-hmm. that kind of had to grow on me, um but by this point in the series, oh yeah, she's great, yeah. And honestly, I'm not yeah. sure how much of that having to grow on me was just the fact that like, was it her as a character or was it just she's not one of the the main group of shieldies? Like, you know, back when Hunter and Bobby and Mac all first joined uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think they all had to kind of grow on me, except maybe not Bobby, because when we first see her, she's kicking ass. So that's a separate thing.
1: Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, you ready to wrap up the episode with our ratings? Yeah. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied.
1: Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied. Hermione Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what?
1: All right, Al. How many magic knives would you give this episode? <laughs> um,
0: so I thought this was a really good one. Um especially for it being somewhat of a penultimate episode because it's the good word usage. Yeah. Got Got to throw it in every time I can. Um, because next week's episode is like the finale of this storyline segment. Um, so I'm, I'm giving it like, did I already say my number? I forgot. No, you did not. Oh, cool. Uh, four, four and a half, I think. Okay. Thank you
1: for keeping me in suspense. That was really
0: right. Oh, um,
1: yeah, I would actually give it a four and a half as well. I mean I liked it. Got some cool one liners. Um got rid of the superior. Never go see him again. He's really good on my nerves. So you know, <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So sweet. Also hey, yeah. I, I I know, Al, you obviously record all these scores. Yes. Um have we ever given a five point to anything?
0: Uh yes. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how to write these down. <laughs> okay. I know you don't. <laughs> I, I, Tony, the last time um, we rated a movie, because uh, those we do actually keep track of, um, earlier that day I realized I didn't actually write down the previous movie rating. <gasps> um, and actually it was two, the two previous movie ratings. So I had to go hmm. back and uh, look them up and see what we said so and then update them online so yeah mm. i gotta think
1: I, I gotta put some real thought into what would it be a perfect episode because we don't rank them mo- we don't rate the movies we just rank them yeah. So. yeah all right all right well we've talked too long about this episode so al
0: sing us out I, I, you know what i'm just i'm not gonna see I, I was gonna try and then i realized no it's not worth it so um in there that you. case everyone join us next time we'll uh we'll keep talking about agents of shield we're gonna go to episode 15 titled self-control uh which as we already said is the um finale of this section of the city of this third of the uh, of the season pod that's right the pod um Which I didn't realize takes on a whole other meaning when you start talking about pod people with the LMDs. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, follow us on Twitter. We're at MCU underscore rewind and give us a rating. We would love a rating um, for our show. Um, We think it's great. We eat them like candy. That's, Mm -hmm. I I guess, no, I don't, because we don't eat ratings. Anyway, I'm rambling. We've recorded too much. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off.
1: Have a marvelous day.